Hello. Hi again. Hi again. We're back again. Is this our last for 2020? I think so. I think well, so. Well, yeah. Because this will go out next week, which is just before Christmas. You're welcome. So, happy listening. Hey, quickly, just a side note. Do you realise that tomorrow, last year, we all flew out to Bali? Oh, that's what I've been thinking about. All week I've been thinking about, I would be so excited by now. I would be packing right now. There's I would plane going over the top of yeah. right now. <laughs> I would be... Tanning. Tanning. And I'm so sad. Yeah. Hopefully the weather is really good, though, while we're here and we don't go into lockdown. Mm, fingers crossed it's all happening. If uh, COVID wood. really wants to... It's, oh, no, 2020 will send us out with a bang, for sure. Mm. Anyway. Um, okay, we're drinking. Not really right now, but... I want to flag this. It's called Leo Arazo Pepino, and it's one liters. Wow, one liters. One liter. <laughs> one liters. <laughs> one liters of wine. One liter of. You can get a red or you can get a white, and they're both skin contact from Chile. They're thirty three dollars. Wow. Yeah, you can buy them at drinks and from Not Wasted, and they're great for party season and obviously super affordable. Yes. And I had a bottle of the white the other night when I went out dinner Mm -hmm. with some of the girls and it was a crowd pleaser and I bought a few bottles for us for over the Christmas break because it's good for like Christmas day or Christmas night or whatever and then like New Year's or if we have like a long lunch over the holidays or say you go on a picnic. Yeah. Why so cheap? I don't know. Mm. It's weird but it's good. Good. So get on that if they're not sold out. Highly recommend. They will be. Um, We'll just jump straight in. Yeah. We're going to talk about a newsy topic. So Shia LaBeouf, who I've always thought is really hot. I agree. Have you seen that chest? Like he's obviously uh, not all there, but his whole tat situation and him running in his sunglasses, one of those sunglasses, um, Oakley's, I'll be here for it. Do you follow the account? I think it's called Shia's Outfits. And it's this like fan account where they just post like really hot photos of him running or walking in the street, like papped photos of him in all his like cool outfits. He's like a um, he's like a hipster, but yeah, not trying. Mm, mm, anyway, I love him. Well, you might not after this. So, <laughs> <laughs> so he was with FKA Twigs, mm-hmm. and we've just found out that she's suing him for alleged physical, sexual, and emotional abuse. Sia also came out afterwards accusing him on Twitter of being a pathological liar who conned her into an adulterous relationship. Wow. He has been linked to having pretty intense relationships, like with his on-off marriage with actress Mia Goth. There's even a video of them yelling at each other on the street. Wow. In which he said to her, this is the kind of thing that makes a person abusive. So after, it's her fault. <laughs> yeah. So after the men recording them gave Shia a ride, he told them, if I had stayed there, I would have killed her, according wow. to the video. So it's on tape. Wow. Yeah, wow. fucked up is that? So he started dating her after they met on set of his film, Honey Boy. And then she left last year with help from a therapist. This all broke from a New York Times article, and we'll share it in the show notes. Mm-hmm. It writes... Just after Valentine's Day in 2019, the musician FKA Twigs was in a car speeding towards Los Angeles. At the wheel was her boyfriend, the actor Shia LaBeouf. He was driving recklessly, she said in a lawsuit filed on Friday. 
removing his seatbelt and threatening to crash unless she professed her love for him. They were returning from the desert where Mr. LaBeouf, the star of Transformers, had raged at her throughout the trip. FKO Twiggs said in the lawsuit, once waking her up in the middle of the night, choking her. After she begged to be let out of the car, she said he pulled over at a gas station and she took her bags from the trunk, but Mr. LaBeouf followed and assaulted her, throwing her against the car while screaming in her face. He then forced her back in the car. So she goes on to say he didn't like her looking at looking at or speaking to male waiters. He had rules about how many times a day she had to kiss and touch him. He didn't let her wear clothing to bed and he would spin a disagreement over something super small into an all-night argument, depriving her of her sleep. He, following these times, he came out and told them, um, I have no excuses for my alcoholism or aggression, only realised only rationalizations. I've been abusive to myself and everyone around me for years. I have a history of hurting people closest to me. Um, the whole time. Okay. So then she, then she goes on to say in the article, the whole time I was with him, I could have bought myself a business flight plane ticket back to my four story townhouse in Hackney in London. She said, and yet she didn't. He brought me so low below myself that the idea of leaving him and having to work myself back up just seemed impossible. Wow. In the lawsuit, Miss Barnett, which is her actual name, um, said she plans to donate a significant portion of any monetary damages to domestic violence charities. It was actually very expensive and a massive undertaking of time and resources to get out, she said in an interview. So her status makes her situation unusual, which is what she has also agreed to, but she wanted to share her story because it was otherwise so common. Mm. What I went through with Shy was the worst thing I've ever been through in the whole of my life, she said. I don't think people would ever think that it would happen to me, but I think that's the thing. It can happen to anybody. Wow. Isn't that crazy? Yeah, crazy. And I think when you watch him in that film, in the, um, you know, how he did the Zoom thing with all those actors on there. Oh, yeah, 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 that table reading yeah. thing. Yeah. Which I'm sure, like, I know he was, I know he's a method actor, so he's quite strange anyway, if we're going to be honest. But you can sort of see that there's something going on behind the scenes. I don't quote me on this, but I'm pretty sure in one of his movies, he want in sex scenes, he wanted to actually be having sex. I had heard so that, that too. Was, so that it was real. Yeah. Like, like you said, method actor. Yeah. It's like, no, no. I will not consent to actually also, doing that. We're actors. We're yeah. acting it out. Yeah. And I'm not going to have sex with you on screen. Yeah. Because that's, and be paid for it because that could also be like, someone can come back to me and say I did porn. Like, exactly. That's not what no. we're doing. Yeah. Mm. That's, yeah. So I wanted to tie this in because 2020 has also been the worst year for domestic violence in Australia and quite possibly the world. According to an article on The Guardian, Hayley Foster, the Chief Executive of Women's Safety New South Wales, said there have been just so many more strangulation cases, so many threats to kill, so many more serious head injuries and sexual assaults have been going through the roof. Wow. In a July survey by the Australian Institute of Criminology revealed almost 10% of Australian women in a relationship had experienced domestic violence during the coronavirus crisis. Wow. Two-thirds of the women said the attack started or became worse during the pandemic. For women with previous experience of physical or sexual violence, 50% said the abuse had become more frequent or severe since the start of the pandemic. 
um, the Counting Dead Women Project by the anti-sexism group Destroy the Joint has recorded 48 women who have died as a result of violence in Australia this year, and police have linked 35 of the deaths to family and domestic violence. So it's important to look out for your loved ones, your friends and yourself, especially over this holiday period. And if you or someone you know needs help, call 1-800-RESPECT. So, speaking of Shia LaBeouf, and not giving him a shout out at all, however, he stars in a new movie alongside Vanessa Kirby, who Vanity Fair said she is a wonder in a career-defining performance. Pieces of a woman on Netflix coming Jan 7 focuses on infant loss after a heartbreaking home birth and the profound emotional fallout and grief. Mm. Mm. We both follow Baba Rivera on Instagram and a little bit of background for those who don't know. She had her own very successful marketing company and launched Uber in Stockholm, worked with Away Luggage and was named as Forbes 30 Under 30 in marketing and most recently successfully raised a $1 million pre-seed round from investors for her own hair care line, Ceremonia, whilst pregnant during the pandemic. Insane. Insane. She's doing a Taylor Swift where she's being most productive. Oh, yeah. Mm. Um, That background info is handy because she's been open and honest in sharing with her followers that her and her partner have a live-in night nurse. Yeah, that background info is handy because um, she's been open and honest in sharing with her followers that her and her partner have a live-in night nurse. So essentially a person who comes in and stays the night so that the parents, especially the mother, can get some much-needed rest. They do laundry, feeding. In her case, I read, um, because she's breastfeeding, that the night nurse just comes in and wakes her if if the baby wakes right. her the night the night nurse will come in and, and um wake her to breastfeed but, okay but yeah she's doing all the laundry and, and amazing you know, prepping doing clothes and, amazing which is so helpful she said she spoke to her own mum beforehand because she was just a bit ashamed but her mother said if you're passionate about your profession and need extra support you should go for it she coined it so well, like motherhood slash culture has this martyrship about itself and, you know, that mum shaming is real. She's trying to be open and real and transparent. She wants to have her own life and be professionally fulfilled because that's what makes her strong and also that's what makes her a better mum and a provider. Mm-hmm. You can probably hear Rue in the background of yeah, this episode. Yeah, Steph's doing exactly the same We're thing. We're multitasking. I don't have a day nurse. No. Um, Me. <laughs> <laughs> But judgment is a real thing and it can affect your mood and mental health. So the baby blues and postpartum depression can creep up on you without anyone noticing. So I suffered from the baby blues, but speaking to heaps of mums, it's actually just, I'm pretty sure, fairly sure that everyone does. Mm. It's its just a drop in your hormone level. Right. So it's not like something that can happen to you. It, it is going to happen and it's about three or four days post-birth where in my case you can't stop crying and you are very very upset and I was apologizing for everything and I'd call Mitch who was at work from my bed absolutely beside myself but I wasn't upset with my baby I was just scared of being a mum and doing things wrong it's like an unmeasurable amount of pressure is being placed on your shoulders and you just want everything to go perfectly and to be perfect and I think you just have to learn to let go a little bit and s- a little bit. 
Support and understanding from your partner is super important and communicating how you're feeling and taking it day by day. Yeah. So Baba is so inspiring because she hasn't let the pressures and the judgment influence her decision. Like she just rang her mum and didn't worry about, you know, everyone else. Mm. Um, the judgment you feel as a new mum can most of the time be in your own head. Right. Where everyone's like, of course you should get help if you need help. Yeah. Um, however, in saying that, even if you are strong mentally, small, innocent comments from people can really take their toll. And one thing I'd like to change is the question, is she or he a good baby? Which is like all these people when they say, is she a good baby? Like they ask me now about Rue, like, is she good? Is she good for you? Is she a good girl? Um, and it's a question that's geared mainly to are they sleeping? Like people yeah. really want to know if they sleep through. So are they sleeping well? And I'm here to tell you that babies do their own thing. They're a good baby regardless of if they let you sleep or not. And they're babies and sometimes it's nothing that you're doing that keeps them awake at night. And there's a, I'll read a quick quote from Kelly Mueller who penned an essay on motherhood for Dear Dilate, an online newsletter, which is honest words from real mums. And I highly recommend for anyone second guessing themselves. So she said, I've learned a wakeful child does not need fixing. And I understand now that my co-sleeping, feeding on demand, rocking to sleep, bum padding approach hasn't impacted the way in which Sunny does or doesn't sleep. Mm. So like my mother says, you do what you can to get by. Baba has a night nurse, so be it. Yeah. To be our best selves and be present and to be happy, you do what you can to get by. And if you do a bad job or miss your child's afternoon nap and bath time routine, who are they going to tell? <laughs> They're your baby and they love you unconditionally. Yeah. I feel like if you don't work, you're judged. And if you do work, you're judged. Yeah, so. I agree. It's <sighs> wild. There's so much pressure. Um, where are you finding small pleasures apart from just daily with Rue? What about yourself and your sanity and who you are as a person? To be frank, I'm not like, um, not like I, that sounds like I'm having a hard time, but I, someone said like, how good is a shower? Like how good do you feel after a shower? But like I said to Mitch the other day, you get to shower twice a day every day like it's not a luxury that I should be feeling so grateful that I got to shower today yeah. like it's just a fucking small thing that I should be able to do people shouldn't be like go and have a nice shower like was it us that, or you were telling me that it was like washing your hair or we were talking oh about yeah yeah said, yeah like you will feel so good when you just if you get just time wash to wash your, your hair. hair it's like well you get to wash you yeah like yeah. Anyway, but as a new mum, your entire world is the baby and maybe I've caused that to be the norm for now. Do I put some things in the too hard basket because of the baby? Absolutely. Mm. And yes, I've had the chance to palm her off to the grandparents and go and get my nails done on the odd occasion, but that's always a mad race against the clock in my own mind mm. and I'm yet to switch off and do something for myself that's truly a pleasure and not an errand or a chore, mm. but I must pencil it in. Like if I do go and get my nails done, She's fine for the whole hour yeah. that I'm gone. But I'm like, fuck. I'm, She'd be fine for the whole day. They're like, do you want a Manny? And I was like, express Manny. Like, yeah. I need to be fast. Yeah. <sighs> yeah, it's like you just need to trust yourself and also trust the people, like, to know that this is the only time that you get away from her. It's, yeah, yeah. It's more valuable than they think. And I think the other thing is, like, it's not about 
the cosmetics of going to get your nails done. It's just about being sitting quiet, having someone touch your hand yeah. and literally just being in your own brain for Give a bit. Give you that five-minute palm massage mm. I love. Mm. How has having a baby changed you? <laughs> having a baby and being a mum is all-consuming. Currently, I'm living in the fog of forgetfulness, which includes forgetting to hang the washing out that I put on an hour ago so it gets that lovely rainy smell, (laughs) forgetting to text people back, forgetting an appointment I booked a month ago, forgetting how to hold a conversation with people my own age, sometimes forgetting who I am as a person. And you often hear about women feeling that they've lost their identity and to a degree, I do feel all that. But all this will come back to me. It'll just take time. I know, but I get Rue. But now I just feel like Rue's mum. Look at her. You are the most sweetest baby. Aren't you? Guys, listen to her breathing and don't judge me. She doesn't have a cold. She's just breathing heavy through her nose at the moment. She's just a big girl. Hey. Hey. (laughs) Yes. I love you. I love you. You're a good girl. You're a good girl. Um, well, that's part two of our little preg catch-up. Rue's <laughs> laughing and having the best time, aren't you? Mm, We're going to yeah. talk so much more about you. Yeah. Yeah. We look forward, yeah, to talking more about motherhood and I'm looking forward to quizzing Steph <laughs> um, all about that and babies and all of the things that come with it next year. If we don't chat to you before then, we're wishing you all a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year, just a lovely, relaxing and much-needed mental break too. Get some time in the ocean, eat some delicious food and look after yourself and your loved ones. Yes, that's right. And have a glass or two if you if you really need. If you want to because that wouldn't be a bad and busy um outro if we didn't (laughs) say that drink some wine okay (laughs) drink responsibly let's all say sayonara 2020 sayonara 2020 bye Bye. Bye,